Welcome to the Danny Picard Show, Monday, July 23rd, 2018, broadcasting from the Beantown USA studio. Beantown USA is Boston's home for customized screen printing and embroidery. Get more information on their website, beantownusa.com. Today's show is presented by DraftKings. You can play for free at DraftKings.com or on the DraftKings app by using promo code PICK. P-I-C at DraftKings. There are no commitments whatsoever. Pick your sport, draft the lineup, and win cash prizes. Swing for the fences with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Baseball. Put in a classic lineup and pick 10 players while staying under the salary cap. Or you can play in the single game showdown by creating a team from one game. Or you can play in the no salary format, picking just six players It's simple. And again, you do not have to commit to an entire baseball season. So sign up right now and play for free with your first deposit by using promo code PIC, P-I-C, at DraftKings.com. Welcome to the show on this Monday, July 23rd. Back in studio with me today is producer Pete Needham. Pete, what's going on? How was your weekend? Good. It was good. Very good, actually. Yeah, very good. You won another (laughs) tournament. Another street hockey tournament in the books, baby. Two weeks in a row. That's back to back. You win a street hockey tournament. I know. I know. How, so how much money did you actually win combined? <laughs> I know you're going to say it's not about the money. It's but not about the money. I say it all the time. It's about the picture. I want that picture, baby. All right. Well, how much money did you win to go along with the uh, picture? Well, you're forgetting the, the wiffle ball tournament a couple you weekends ago. You won a wiffle ball tournament the weekend so, before. <laughs> so that was, uh, yeah. So that was three weeks in a row. Three tournaments in a row. I think we're up to like almost like two grand. That's what you should do. Yeah, two G's, baby. You should just be a professional tournament intramural. player. Yeah, I know. We call it intramurals, oh. right? Just a professional I'm intramural great. player. I'm really good at being me- mediocre at sports. <laughs> <laughs> Is that mediocre? Yeah. I mean, you're winning the tournament. Yeah, so, I mean, but, you know. I-, I don't know if that's necessarily mediocre if you keep coming away as the champ. But you had another exciting weekend, yes. winning more money, winning that's another right, tournament. And uh, while you were winning tournaments, I was on the couch watching a tournament in the British Open or the Open Championships, as everybody's talking about. I do have to say, though, before we get into that and get into the Tiger Woods stuff, there is there's a lot going on, but there's also not a lot going on. Does that make sense? Like, like when I come in here and, and try to prepare for a show, it's like, you know, I, I have bullet points that I do. I put down bullet points, and we, we just quickly go over the bullet points, what we're going to talk about, and we save the conversation, the true conversation for the show. I have a lot of bullet points here. Like, I have, all right, this is Shock Week. Right? That's one of the bullet points. Shock Week this week. I got a little gripe with that, too. What do you mean? It used to always be in August. It was always in no, August. No, I don't think so. It was, absolutely. I just, I just, I just looked it up, too. What, and it says it always was it in was August? It was always the first week of August. Yeah. What changed? I don't know. I don't I, see. I don't think so. I always I, thought it was end of July. No, it was always it was always August. Was it always August? Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, it's July you know and it's Shock Week. Yeah, you just accept it. Uh-huh. Are you a big Shock Week fan? Is yes, that what you're absolutely, to tell me? absolutely. And I, it kind of caught me off guard that it was already this coming up this quick. Yeah, I watched Shaq to begin <laughs> Shock Week last night, and it wasn't anything great. So you know what I ended up doing? I ended up going to the WWE Network because also the Sunday Night Baseball game was rained out. Mets Yankees, I think it was supposed to be. That got rained out. So what else was there to watch? I put on the WWE Network, and I don't just put on the WWE Network when there's nothing to watch. I I do it, you know, because I enjoy the WWE Network. And I watched WrestleMania 18. 
Unfortunately, I fell asleep before the only match that I really wanted to watch because, and, and I talk about wrestling all the time. Pete, you know, I'm a big fan. You're a fan, not nope. as big of a fan as me right now, but you were back in the day. And it's funny. I all like, I, I'm a nostalgic wrestling fan. I think more than anything. Yeah. I pay attention to what's going on right now. Yeah, I will be watching SummerSlam next month, and I will be getting into that on this show when we get closer to it with the Brock Lesnar stuff and all that. So I am a fan now, but for the most part, I'm a nostalgic wrestling fan. And as much of a nostalgic wrestling fan that I am, are you shocked to hear that I never saw Hulk Hogan versus The Rock at WrestleMania 18? I never watched that match. I mean, I know the storyline. I knew what happened before. I know what happens after. I know Hulk Hogan's story. We just talked about Hulk Hogan last week being reinstated into the WWE. Um, you know, I, I get it. I know his history. I know The Rock's history. I never watched that match. I it's was like shocked. the one major match I never watched. I came into the studio this morning and you had it on. Yeah, I was watching and I it. Was... The, the, I was like, you you never saw this before? What the hell? So I put it on last night, and I fell asleep, I think, right before. So and I turned on my phone. I watch it on my phone, and I have the little Google Chromecast in the back of the TV in the studio. And I, I hit it, and I hit play, and you came in. And Perfect we timing. sat here. Yeah. I put a little video on social media of us watching it to, to let you know this is what we were actually doing to prepare for today's show. We watched Hulk Hogan versus The Rock, or Hollywood Hogan versus The Rock at WrestleMania 18, and it was in Toronto. The crowd was electric. I was shocked to see that most of the fans were cheering for Hulk Hogan and booing The Rock. But, I mean, was that the... And I asked you this question when we were watching. I'll ask it again right now for the audience. Was that the last time we saw a match that was that bad of a match? but also that good of a match. Like, I hear people talk about all the time when they're asked, what's the greatest match of all time? And they'll answer, Hulk Hogan versus The Rock at WrestleMania 18. And I don't know. I I got to a point, like when I went to college, where I stopped watching wrestling. I did. And then I get back into it. You know, I try. I think CM Punk got me back in, I believe. CM Punk really got me back into it. And then when you have, you know, the UFC combination, like, like, uh, yeah, I'm into it again. You call me a loser for that? I, I don't know what you want to call me, but I'm, I'm into it again. But again, I'm a nostalgic fan. I didn't watch that match, but as we watched it today, Pete, I'm looking at it going, everybody says that this is one of the greatest matches of all time. And it was exciting to watch from a nostalgic factor, from, from a, a fact that the fans were going nuts. Oh, yeah. And I had never seen the match, so I was excited. It was good. I might watch it again. I'm probably <laughs> going to have to watch that match again. But when you see the moves that are put on in this match, it's like, this was probably, and you can, maybe you can answer this. Was this the last match that was that bad in ring, in the ring, but also that good? Get what I'm saying? Because now, if you put on a match, for it to be good or for it to be like a Dave Meltzer five-star match... You know, you got to do some moves off the top rope. You got to go off the apron to the outside through a fucking table. Like, you got to do all this shit in a match to, for it for people to say, oh, that was a great match. Yeah, we said this earlier. You got to put somebody on their neck, right? Yeah, you, you got to drop gotta, someone yeah, on their neck. To, to have it be a good match. But I thought it was great. I That's one of the, the, the few matches that I can remember from back in the day that I that 
just had me captivated. And a match I absolutely that loved it. Neither of those two guys, icon versus icon, thought they would ever have. Yeah, absolutely. Because you had the whole, you know, Vince McMahon buys WCW, and that's why all these guys came over. Well, not all of them. You didn't see Sting, right? You didn't see. I don't think Bret Hart didn't come back at that moment. Um, Macho Man wasn't walking and, and through that door. It was tough because they had to they had to like find a place for every person, like who to match them up against, mm-hmm. who to. So it was tough. It was like they tough had Rick to... Rick Flair versus the Undertaker. Yeah, there was a lot. There was like a lot of a lot of big names, and it's tough to kind of keep everybody up to speed with which wrestler is going to be the headliner and so on and so forth. You yeah, know? no, it, it, it was, was definitely time. a weird time in wrestling and you know for Hogan and The Rock here's what I thought was funny about it so they're talking about oh Hogan The Rock headline in Wrestlemania and they have that match people call it one of the greatest matches of all time I watch it and for the first time today as crazy as that sounds today's the first time I watched that match before the show and I'm like wow it was great I'm gonna have to watch it again but yet, it didn't really headline WrestleMania because after that match, it was, I think it was Triple H versus Jericho versus the title, you know, versus each other for the title. And the funny part about that is right now, an issue in the WWE is that they don't end the pay-per-views or they don't end every pay-per-view with the WWE Championship match. They don't do that. AJ Styles, WWE Champion. He doesn't end pay-per-views. And... It's kind of a problem. I mean, I don't like that. And what do they say? You know, the man makes the title. The title doesn't make the man anymore. Like, that's the business they're in. But it's like Triple H is one of the guys running the show. And I just find it... I find it funny that during a time in which Triple H is kind of running the show and they choose to almost bury the WWE Championship and not make it the headliner for the pay-per-views, you go back in time... Where they really had a match that was icon versus icon and a match that people call the greatest match of all time didn't headline WrestleMania because they wanted to headline with Triple H in the main event at you know, in the championship match. Yeah, how do you follow that up that night? So like I just find it funny that, that that's where we're at now and that's where we were at then, and Triple H is somebody that's still smack dab in the middle of it. And uh, you know, we get SummerSlam coming up. And I'll get to that. But we, hey, we we pre-gamed for this show yeah. today. <laughs> watching WrestleMania. We even got into we watched a the little, whole thing. <laughs> the whole match. Yeah. And and it was pretty cool. And then we get into talking about how I have this new video game show on YouTube. And I just released uh, an episode last week with comedian Will Noonan. We played a game of, we played a couple games of WWE 2K18 on Xbox One. And Pete, I'm going to get you in this week. We're going to play a game and do a show Subscribe to my YouTube channel right now, youtube.com slash Danny Picard. And we're trying to pick a game we're going to play. Um, because I have some guests lined up and some games that are already lined up that we can't get to. So we're trying to pick a game. And you tell me yep. today that you have a Nintendo 64 that I've been trying to get my hands on. You have one. Yeah, you, I don't think you ever asked me. I, I didn't think yeah. you... I just figured you would offer. Oh, yeah. You'd be no, like, why wouldn't we you, play this? I don't know. You never mentioned it. I'm pretty sure I have it uh, stored away. It's, you know, probably in perfect condition. So a game that I'd like <laughs> to play, if I could get my hands on it, I am going to go to game... What is it? GameStop? Or GameStop, yeah. GameSpot? GameStop? Yeah. After this show. Free read right there. Free read. Yeah, how many more free reads are we going to do? Google, Chromecast, <laughs> WWE Network. Um, Danny Free Reads is back. All right? 
Uh, what, CrossFit 617? Yeah, CrossFit617.com. Why don't we get that in? We'll get it in, right? Um, no, that's you're coming in. We got to give the CrossFit 617 read. Just let me know if you want to read during the intro of the show. Yes, if, yes. However type of read you want. But anyways, I'm going to GameStop after this, and I am going to... I need it. We need to play one of the old wrestling games for N64. That's what we need to do. But what game? Because WCW, they came out with these games. WCW NWO Revenge was a great one. Then it was WWF No Mercy. Right? Remember that game? And then WrestleMania 2000 WWF. Those games were the best. I don't think you can go wrong with any one of those. It's just a matter of finding it. Do you oh, think I'll they're going to have it. it? I think they will, yeah. But I can't believe you you didn't say you wanted to go and find GoldenEye. We could play GoldenEye, but I'm saying we just watched Hogan know, versus The Rock, WrestleMania 18. I, I just played a WWE game, 2K18. You know, you play a game like that, yeah, it's good. But the nostalgia factor with the wrestling games on N64, those games are the best. I mean, the controls on those games are just great. And you have two controllers? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we're, gonna we're in do good that. shape. We're in good shape. Do you, any one of those games, if I go, is there one that you prefer that I go no, buy? I, They're only like three bucks. Then get them get all. Used. Then get them all. Nah, times are tough. <laughs> get the, okay. I'll <laughs> throw, hey, I just won a big tournament. <laughs> all right. You did. All right. I'll you throw did. a few bucks up. All right. Uh, hey, look it. I got that right here. Just get them all. I know it only cost me like 14 bucks, but shit, that's, that's, a, that's a meal at Mirasola's. <laughs> Tonight, that's a pasta dinner at Marisola's. Another free read for for Guy Marisola. Hope he's listening. Probably not. But uh, all right, I'll go buy those after after the show. That's what I'm gonna do. And we're gonna get with. So subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'll surprise you with what old school wrestling game we play on the N- Nintendo 64. You gotta think they'll come out with the N64 Classic, like they did the NES Classic and the Super Nintendo Classic that I have. And I haven't, I don't think I've showed you it, but I have the Super Nintendo Classic and I hacked into it and I put every game on there. I saw a few Every videos. Nintendo game, yeah. every Super Nintendo game, every Sega Genesis game, some arcade games. Like I have the old school arcade games, WWF WrestleFest, WWF Superstars, those arcade games. Like I have them all on there and I'm going to get into those in future episodes. So again, subscribe to my YouTube channel. I got a new video game show. It's called Pick Up Your Sticks. Uh, we got some big guests lined up, and me and Pete will be recording an episode that I will hope to release later this week. Again, youtube.com slash Danny Picard. So that, I mean, that's one of the things. Bullet point, shock week. We, before we, before you get past that, though, yeah. uh, you said greatest match of all time. Greatest match of yeah. all time. Well, Wait, you want to do a top 10? We no, did no, top no, 10 no, entrances. no. We don't have to do top 10, but something to think about is what's your favorite match of all time? That I had seen before this? Yeah. You know what? If I had seen this match when it came out... This is up there. It would probably be up there. Yeah. But considering all the matches now that you see, greatest match of all time. Man, I I mean, you you just sprung this on me right now. I, <laughs> no, I'm just saying something to think about. It's different, though, because... Like, greatest match how? Like, greatest match nostalgia? I was at WrestleMania 14, Shawn Michael, Michaels versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. HBK versus Stone Cold. Mike Mike Tyson, the special guest referee. You know, that was DX. Stone Cold wins the title. Um, nostalgia factor, like, that's up there. Yep. You know, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, Iron Man match at WrestleMania 12. Shawn Michaels, Razor there. Ramon 
Ladder match. Ladder matches. Oh. There's a couple of those, right? The second WrestleMania one. WrestleMania 10, and then there was one I think at like Survivor Series, maybe. The second one might be in up there for me. The second yeah. one there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, nostalgia factor again, like Hulk Hogan Ultimate Warrior WrestleMania 6. Oh yeah. Like this is so a lot of good many. ones. Yeah. Here's a sneaky one. There's a top ten though. Here's a sneaky one. Maybe top five. Here's a sneaky five. one. WrestleMania 7, I think is one of the most underrated WrestleManias of all time. Macho Man versus Ultimate Warrior retirement match. That that's a good one. If you want like recent, I'm telling you right now, Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho, Wrestle Kingdom last this past year. This year. This January. This past January. Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho, Wrestle Kingdom. One of the greatest matches I've ever seen. Now it was because it had so much crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Through the tables, dropping them on your neck, flying outside the ring. It had everything. Uh, you know, it had blood. It had it had the works. That's top ten. But Hogan the Rock, I, it, because of the way the crowd was, because it just, like, it was sneaky. That was sneaky great. Yeah. Because it didn't do anything crazy in the ring. It was old school Hogan. Hogan and some Hulkamania in there. You know, Hulkamania. Yeah. You know, and then the Rock, like, it, it just, it really was. It was I'm going to have to watch that again. But anyways, to, sorry to hit you with that. Some people say too much wrestling yeah. at times on this show, but I don't ever say too much wrestling. I'm not going to go there. But uh, as I have the bullet points in front of me, Pete, I got Shock Week. I got Hogan versus The Rock. We just watched that the pregame <laughs> for the show. Patriots training camp begins this week. Are you ready for NFL training camp, NFL preseason games? I got the, let me see here. I got the schedule in front of me. 2018 Patriots schedule. The first preseason game is Thursday, August 9th. Thursday, August 9th. So, only that's, a couple weeks. Yeah, it's like two it's weeks away. A couple away. weeks away. Uh, so, training camp begins this week. And, you know, the storyline is... The storyline... Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski. Are they gonna... You know, are they gonna show up on time? Are they gonna hold out? Gronk isn't holding out. He already said he's going to show up. Tom Brady isn't going to hold out. You know how I know this, Pete? Now, they don't report to Wednesday of this week. And then the first actual scheduled practice is Thursday. But you know how I know Tom Brady is not holding out? He posted it on Instagram. He didn't even post it on his, I don't think. I think he posted it on the Patriots' Instagram. He posted a comment. That's the world we're living in right now. We're living in a world... Will we get our news, not even anymore through guys just making social media posts of their own, but through guys like Tom Brady commenting on other people's Instagram posts. You know, I think they said, I think the Patriots Instagram something, where they said training camp begins this week, players report Wednesday, and I think he said, he commented something along the lines of, and I'm paraphrasing here, Tom Brady commented, not for me, I'll be there a couple days early. Like, I think he's reported today. I think he's there today. On this Monday, July 23rd. So that's how I know Tom Brady's not holding out. And it's just going to be great to get back to football. I'm not necessarily ready for football. But I am ready to stop talking about the offseason football. Like, I'm ready to stop talking about the Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, Bill Belichick drama. I'm ready to stop talking about that. Um, You know, Julian Edelman lost his appeal. He's going to be suspended. He's given up his fight. He's going to be suspended the first 
four games of the regular season because he tested positive for PEDs and a substance that reportedly went undetected. But, yeah, you know, why did it go undetected? Did it go undetected because it was such a good substance that the NFL, you know, it, it's such a clean substance that the NFL doesn't know about it? No, it's probably the opposite of that, right? It's something that somebody gave him that they said, hey, this is going to go undetectable. Like, they don't even know what this is yet. I want to get my hands on that. Yeah. Well, believe me, they'll be able to detect it in a couple of years, and then at that time, they'll have more stuff that's undetectable. But anyways, Edelman suspended the first four games. I'm done talking about off-season football. That's why I'm, you know, I'm not necessarily ready for NFL to begin, because that means summer's over, and I love the summertime. Uh, but I'm just done with the off-season drama. So with regards to the off-season drama, the closer that we get to actual NFL football, is is a better time for all of us here, at least in New England, uh, with regards to the Patriots' off-season drama. So, uh, training camp this week, whatever comes out of it. I mean, I'll, we'll be back Thursday to record. We might not have anything juicy by then, but probably by next week. See, next week, I have all these bullet points, but next week's the real busy week. Next week, we'll probably get some interesting quotes coming out of Patriots' training camp that people will overreact to. Next week, we'll get you know, more Major League Baseball trade deadline stuff because the Major League Baseball trade deadline is next Tuesday, a week from tomorrow, a week from this Tuesday. Next Tuesday is the Major League Baseball non-waiver trade deadline. And the Red Sox are going to, I think, they're going to have to make a move. I mean, they're the best team in baseball right now. But they, you know, you can never you can never have enough starting pitching. You really can't. You can never have enough of that. And with the, the Eduardo Rodriguez injury, you know, Pomeranz is trying to get back. Who knows what you're going to get down the stretch from David Price. You know, I'd like to think that you're going to get something positive given what you're paying him. But you just never know. And, you, you know, you I guess you never know what you're going to get from Rick Porcello either. You, to me, you can never have enough starting pitching. And even out of the bullpen. You know, if there's a guy you can go get, go get him. Go get him. You got to give up minor league players? Do it. You're not giving up Devers. Anybody who says, yeah, you should do this and give up Rafael Devers is just... Devers is no longer a prospect. I know he's young. I know he technically hasn't even played a full season yet, right? But he's no longer a prospect. You got young kids that you can dish out, and, and, and those are the moves that you'll have to make. Red Sox should make them. The trade deadline next Tuesday, so we'll get into that. But uh, I think that when we look back on this weekend, instead of continuing to look ahead to whatever Patriots training camp stuff we're going to get next week that's juicy, whatever Major League Baseball trade rumors we're going to get before next Tuesday, uh, July 31st deadline, you know, you look back at this weekend, and I'm not sitting here looking back at, Pete, I know you want to give me the play-by-play of how you won the street hockey tournament, but... (laughs) I'm glad you won it. but I could I, take you save by save. You no, know, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I watched and I was all in to the final round of the British Open on Sunday. And the winner of the British Open, Francesco Molinari, he wins it eight under on the tournament. So he hoists the claret jug, but he also... Hoisting the jug up. Yeah. yeah. He also wins $1.8 million. We, we should not overlook that fact. So congratulations to Francesco Molinari. Uh, He wins it because a fan yelled during Tiger Woods' backswing 
on his drive on 18. <laughs> not really. That's, I, that's why. He I, I mean, that, that's not why he lost. But I haven't really watched much ESPN today. But I tweeted yesterday. I said, I'm all set with a week's worth of of arguments. Oh, should fans be able to yell, did a fan cost Tiger Woods the Open Championship? Fuck off. No, the fan didn't. Should a fan <laughs> have yelled during Tiger Woods' backswing? Of course not. Should Tiger Woods, you know, be somebody that maybe shouldn't be bothered by that? Like Pete, and we'll get into the whole Tiger Woods thing and and whether you cheer for him or you're not cheering for him, but Tiger Woods, he finished the tournament tied for sixth at five under. Again, the winner was at eight under. So, you know, you finish five under, you finish tied for sixth. At one point, he held the lead on Sunday. It's quick. It's quick, you know. If you weren't weren't paying attention that moment, you missed it. But he was there. Tiger Woods was in the hunt. He had the championship red on. Wasn't a college shirt, which, you know, I blame Nike. A couple guys wearing these Nike They're like uh, Henleys, yeah. Yeah. They don't have a collar, but they got, they got the three like buttons. They got like four buttons. Three I or like four em. buttons. You do I like them? Yeah, but can you wear it on a golf course? I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't seem very Like golf-ish. if I showed up to some fancy schmancy golf course in Plymouth with that shirt on, would they tell me to screw? If you look like Tiger, I don't think so. No, if I had that shirt on, I'm being that serious. If you're wearing the red Tiger, because there have been places I've showed up, and like I, I I don't even know, like I had a college shirt on me, like a polo on me, and I was gonna put it on, but it was just so hot that I, I like had it off. I wasn't shirtless, but I had like a light T-shirt on, and they told me, well, you got to put the college shirt on. Like I've been told that before, Hmm. but now if I showed up in one of these little, what'd you call it, a Henley? A Henley, yeah. A, hun- a Hunter Hearst Henley. <laughs> if I showed up on a Triple H, would I be able to? Would they let me on the course? Like, how would they handle that? You know how some of these assholes are at these tournaments, at these uh, golf courses. Yeah, you're talking right? about like a, a nicer golf course, yeah, not I mean, really many of the courses around us around here. I mean, right? I'm a Franklin Park guy. Yeah, you can go out there in jean shorts and a right? t-shirt. Right? <laughs> you're playing jeans if you yeah. want. But I'm not talking about that. I'm sure you have. <laughs> jeans? No. <laughs> Hell no. Uh, believe me. I've, jeans. No, jorts. Don't even get jean me, shorts. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I've never owned a pair of jean shorts. It's a lie. It's blatant. Not, lie. Come on. You've owned a pair of jean shorts? No, I haven't. I'm okay. Just, <laughs> I can just picture I, you guys in Southie. Yeah, okay. Never owned a pair of jean shorts. Um, as people go back and probably dig up photos now of me in a pair of jean shorts uh, standing on Ellen 8th. But, I mean... I just, I don't know that I'd be able to get, I don't know that they'd let me play at a fancy course with that shirt. But yet Tiger Woods can wear it. That other dude, Chappelle, Chapel, whatever his name was, he was wearing it. Kevin Chappell. Um. So anyways, I'm, we're going on a, yeah. now we're going on a rant about shirts. Tiger Woods, wearing the championship red, that's all you need to know. Finished tied for sixth at five under. We'll get into whether or not you root for him. But, this is Tiger Woods. You're, you know, you're locked in, right? You're locked in. You're trying to, you get a drive at the end of this tournament. A fan says something in your backswing. Pete, should that throw him off? I don't know. I I think these guys are so used to shooting with absolute silence that it then, it, it hurts them in the long run when they hear the slightest noise that goes on in the crowd. I think they should be playing with background music going the whole time. Like you think they should be they should be allowed to talk. No, 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 not talking. This should be like they need some sort of like 
You know how we, we, we go out, we, we bring the radio with us? That yeah. way when our buddies... Like in the, you know, yeah, the golf when, cart. Yeah. When our buddies are talking so that it doesn't distract mm -hmm. you, right? Yep. You get to listen to some music. Now, I'm not comparing us to Tiger Woods now, or I PGA. Also, I mean, I also don't want anyone talking to my backswing, though. Right. But at the same time, I'm not necessarily sure... That it matters? That it would, <laughs> that it would matter to the result of the hit ball. Right. As you go to swing, somebody's like, oh! ah! What are you doing? You have to just... No, I don't think that would happen. Uh, yeah, I'm, So I'm... for Tiger Woods, as somebody has locked in, who's hit that many balls, who... I, I just... It shouldn't... Yeah. I just... It shouldn't be a factor, but he hits it, and he goes... Oh, he looks behind him, he goes... Oh, gosh darn it! It's like... Dude! Like, are you kidding me right now? You shouldn't be affected by that. But he acts like he... He acts like he was... And I'm surprised, I'd be surprised if they're not talking about that on like, you know, Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman, right? If, are they are they talking about that today? Are they going, should, should Tiger Woods have been given a do-over? <laughs> like, you know, like, <laughs> I, I'm expecting that type of reaction. Do you think they, they called out the guy in the crowd? Like, is he the new Steve Bartman of Well, maybe, golf? maybe not because he lost by three strokes, you know? Yeah, it didn't... And the it, guy was in his head? He was in Tiger's head? But if, let's say Tiger Woods lost by a stroke, and that happened, they would be going all in on it. Would they not? They'd be going all in on it. I think... I just wonder, yeah. should they be? Like, 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 should it matter for someone like Tiger Woods? Like, should you be affected by that to the point where you even react to it? I just, there's something about the reaction that he has to that. It's like, eh, dude, move it along. I think it, like, it matters too much, right? Like, the crowd noise matters way too much because everybody thinks about that. Everybody talks about it all the time. And anytime the littlest thing happens, people blow it up to this big to-do. You know what I mean? I mean so I, so they got to figure, figure that out. Is it is it literally just having people back away and be completely silent? Or is it like, like I said, throw some background music on in the background? I think they're too close. Some, One. Some, throw some Migos I, on I, in the background. I, I think Drake. The, I think the fans are too close. Yeah, they're right on top of them. I think they're a little too close, one. Two, I think that if you just allowed normal conversation, like if you didn't make people like, that's like what I'm getting. Complete at. silence. Complete silence to like might... the littlest sound throw, is gonna throw. If you had a bird chirp, like is that gonna fuck you up? Yeah, you know what I mean, a, 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 does a plane go by? I don't know. Yeah, it's weird because it I feel like even because just from experience playing, obviously, the s more silent it is, the more you hear those outside noises. Yeah. Right? I guess that's just the sport. Throw some, throw some Drake on in the <laughs> throw background. Some tunes. Throw, throw some tunes. Every, they should have their own walk-up music. Yeah. do you love me? They should have their own walk-up music. How about on that, the, huh? On the I can't tee. get that song out of my head. See, because on the tee box is really, is really where it kind of matters Who's most, Kiki, right? Who's Kiki, by the way? I don't know. Who's Kiki? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I don't even care. You've saw, you've saw the... It makes me not want to know by seeing that... That stupid challenge. Go I got on. feelings. Oh my so in my feelings challenge. It makes me so uncomfortable seeing people dance to that. Yeah. Um, like I cringe how when did I it see that. How do these things start? Did Drake know. start it? I don't. I hope not. I like Drake. Who is Kiki? That's all. I just and keep does, singing that over and, and over in my head. Does she love him? Does she love him? You know, is she riding? <sighs> You'll never know. Is, will she always be by his side? <laughs> Who is Kiki? And I would actually like that song. If people didn't do this to it, I think I would like that I song. I do like the song. Yeah. I think that's a problem. I think that's why I sing it. I think yeah. I like it. You know? But I, but there are things I, I ask. 
you know, I have a lot of time now to ask questions <laughs> in my own head. And I ask, like, I, you know, I walk the island, I, I run Castle Island, I run the Sugar Bowl, and I, I, I hear the song play on my Pandora, Spotify, free reads for them, free reads for all. And, and I wonder, who is Kiki? <laughs> Just, and you're right. You know I what? No, this in, is not. I just typed in, who is Kiki? And, and does she love him? <laughs> or is she a metaphor? We don't know. Is, you know, which makes me wonder, Kiki, do you love me? If it is a metaphor. <laughs> um. So, anyways, they should be playing some Drake while they tee off. I think some of the, here's the deal, Pete. We bring this up, but do you, like, follow, like, Speeth and... Uh, Ricky Fowler and some of the younger kids on social media. I love those guys. They would, I think. They would love that, dude. They, they, they would prefer it. They Snapchat all the time when they go out and play. They're playing with music Bare, bumping. Barefoot, yeah. shirtless, music bumping on the golf cart. And they hit, they're hitting filthy shots. Absolutely. I think that the younger kids on the tour, not that I should be calling them kids. Yeah. But I think they would be okay with, like, music playing in the background. You know, you don't... I get it. To, you know, to an extent, I get You don't want the guy yelling, like, Nah, put it in the hole! <laughs> Mashed potatoes! You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you don't want that guy. I get it. But my point is, these guys are so locked in. If you did have maybe some music, if you did allow some casual conversation in the back, would you get to a point where maybe something like that doesn't affect them as much? And I think the younger kids would go for something like that. The younger players. That would, you know, you talk about, people talk about the game of baseball. And how can you change it? This, that, the other thing. Um, you know, I'm not asking to put a clock in golf. No one's asking for that. That's how you change the game. But some noise in the background? Imagine if you had like, to be quiet while playing really basketball. Is changing the game? Imagine if, if LeBron was coming down and it was complete silence every time he shot. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy to think the complete Shh. opposite. He's going up for a shot. Shh. Yeah. Like, the complete opposite. Yeah, because they have music bumping during the, basketball games. NBA, I actually like that about the, the oh, NBA. Oh, see, I'm okay with crowd noise and music playing, but there are times where I'm like, do you have to play it the whole time? <laughs> like, do you have to play a song the whole game? They do. They, Whether some, it's like defense, you know what I mean? They get shit going all the time. Yeah. The, the Garden, the Celtics, they don't play, like, Drake the whole time, though. Like, there'll be some arenas. No, they do their own, like, little production value. Like, where, yeah. where they'll, it's like you're going to, like, you went to a, a concert. Oh, yeah. And they're playing songs the whole time. They just you play know, the whole Drake album. The Garden, the Celtics will play, like, boom, boom, right, right. you know? You'll, you'll get the old school organ in there. That's fine. But to have the DJ running the whole game, I don't like that. But, anyways, um, you know, that's, I just, I, I didn't like to see Tiger Woods react. The way he reacted to it, I get it. It ultimately didn't matter. You know, the winner was eight under. Tiger was five under. Pete, do you root for Tiger Woods in these moments? I root for him all the time. Like, I like to see him out there playing. I've always been a Tiger fan. I was a big Tiger fan, when he obviously, when he was on top of his game. I don't sit here and go, man, I really want him to win, though. Like, I root for him. I want him to do well because I want him to be in the mix. But... I could care less if he wins, if that makes any sense. I, and I, I say this all the time. I root for the younger guys. I root honest. for Tiger Woods Thursday through Saturday. I might even root for Tiger Woods like yesterday 
on Sunday, the final day of the British Open. I might even root for Tiger Woods Thursday through Sunday, <laughs> the front nine. Okay? And then on the back nine on Sunday, I am rooting for the other guy. You just I'm want to rooting see it. for Jordan Spieth. I'm rooting. I see Rory McIlroy out there doing fist pumps. I am rooting for McIlroy. I'm rooting for Francesco fucking Molinari over Tiger Woods. I, I'll root for Tiger Woods Thursday through Saturday or Thursday through the front nine on Sunday. And then I'll root for the other guy because I do think that it is, it is a more exciting tournament when Tiger Woods is involved. Mm-hmm. But that's not to say I like the guy. So when he is in the hunt, I do think it's better for the sport. Mm-hmm. No question about it. And you can see that. I mean, you know, you go on right. social media during a tournament. You know, if Tiger Woods doesn't play in the British Open... What's the what's the entertainment value? Yeah, you you look. You still had a a leaderboard mm-hmm. that had some big names on it, but it's not the same. You know, it's just not the same. When Tiger Woods is involved, it's better for the sport. I I, I will admit that. But what I root for on Sunday is for the other guy to win. I root. I I almost root against Tiger Woods, and and it's moments like that where he's driving and a guy yells and he's like. All pissy pants yeah. about it. It's just another yeah. reason why I'm like, you know what? I'll root for the other guy. I mean, I really wanted to see Jordan Spieth win, but he just collapsed. Uh, Jordan Spieth, he didn't have a birdie. He didn't have a single birdie on Sunday. Didn't have a single birdie. Uh, it was good to see McElroy back in the McElroy yeah. was. He had an eagle on yeah. 14, and, but then played par golf the rest of the way. He finished second at six under. So I'm rooting for those guys. I was rooting against Tiger Woods on Sunday. That's where I'm at. You know what pisses me off? How so many people like root for like like root for Tiger Woods on Sunday. That kind of pisses me off. Like a lot of people do. Like, oh like, uh, they they need Tiger Woods. I, I told you. I think it's good for the sport to have him. I don't think they need him. Is he back? Yeah, I don't think they need him, but is he back? Like, are we looking at Tiger Woods? Like, do you think... So you're kind of with me, Pete. Yeah, I like to see him in, in the mix. In the hunt? I do, yeah. And, if, but then you root against him. I don't... Yeah, I, I don't really care if he wins. Like, I don't want... I don't really want him to okay, win that Okay, so you're bad, not right? like me. Like, no, I'm, I'm all not, in on rooting I'm against not, Tiger Woods. I'm not rooting Woods. against him. I'm all in on rooting, no. like... Molinari hits a big putt yesterday. You're, I'm fist you're pumping. You're fist pumping. I'm wow. fist pumping. Yeah, I'm not like that. I'm rooting for speed. I'm cheering on McElroy. Uh, do you think Tiger Woods is back? I think he needs one more performance like that to be. No, back. he better win on Sunday for me to say he's back. <laughs> he's got to win on Sunday. Yeah, he, I mean, I'm serious. I think he has to do well. I think he has to do well to so, be back. So, looking ahead, Tiger he qualifies for the Bridgestone Invitational, which is a WGC World Golf Championship. He qualifies for that the August second. I don't know if he's playing or not. I assume he will because it'll be a tune-up for the PGA Championship which is the following weekend, August 9th, in St. Louis. Right now, Spieth and McElroy are the co-favorites to win the PGA Championship. Um, and then you got Tiger Woods with the fourth best odds at plus 1,800. At plus 1,800. Would you take that? Wow. PGA Championship? Like, that's going to... I mean, if Tiger Woods... I, Let's say he finishes sixth on Sunday at that. I'll ask you the same question the next day in mid-August. I'll be sitting out. I'll go, Pete, is Tiger Woods back? Will you tell me he's back if he finishes sixth or even top five and doesn't win? 
He's back? He hasn't done this in a while, though. He hasn't done anything like this yeah, in but so long. But he set his own standard. The Tiger Woods standard? But I think that standard, that's gone. Like, we, we realize that that Tiger is not coming back. But, but why? Right? <laughs> but wait a minute. If you can hit some of the shots that he hit, if you can be in the hunt, if you can hold the lead on Sunday, when you lose that lead, well, you know, I, I'm sorry. I When you miss some big putts, when you have a double bogey on 11 on Sunday, when you're in the in the hunt, okay? You have a double bogey? Like, don't tell me he's back. I'm sorry. Like, don't tell... I, I get it. He's back in... Uh, he's back in the hunt? Sure. But he's not Tiger Woods back. So there you go. He's not. He's got to win a tournament for me. Like, he's got to win a major... Like, you know, he's got to win a major. You get the stand, yeah. The standard is there. Ooh. Match that standard, or he's not back. And I, I don't think I'd put my money on him to win the PGA Championship plus eighteen hundred. I wouldn't. I'd probably put my money on Spieth, on Johnson, on McIlroy. Like I, you know, I'd put my money on one of those guys over Tiger Woods. But I find myself on Sundays rooting against him. You don't necessarily root against him, but you don't. You don't root for him to win when he gets no, to Sunday. No. But that's what we had this weekend, really. Um, I mean, that's the biggest story. The Tiger Woods, you know, everybody and their mother rooting for him, except for me, it feels like. <laughs> I, I, there's a lot of people rooting for the guy. You know? I mean, was I rooting for the tree? Not No. <laughs> I wasn't rooting for the tree when he when he ran into, drove into that. But... <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm not rooting. <laughs> you don't want to see him, his downfall again. No. No. But, I mean, was he blaming, like, somebody yelling at him in the street for that crash? Like, Gosh darn it. <laughs> I, don't, don't get me wrong. Don't I'm, put this I tree here. I wasn't rooting for the tree or the fire hydrant. He had a fire hydrant, too, right? Who I, knows? I wasn't rooting for either of those things. But I was rooting for Spieth, McElroy, and even Francesco Molinari over the weekend at the British Open. And I won't be rooting for Tiger Woods at the Bridgestone Invitational. I won't be rooting for Tiger Woods at the PGA Championship. I'll be rooting for the other guys. But that's what we had this weekend. Um, and what other, what else we got? NBA? Nothing crazy, I don't think, right? I reacted to the Kawhi Leonard stuff on Thursday. Go back and listen to that. The mock is smart. $52 million. Great deal. $13 million a year. I think it's great. People say overpaid. I say the way money's going up in the NBA, you know, by year three of this deal, we're going to be looking back on it. Because I initially overreacted to the Avery Bradley signing a while back. I'm like, oh, that's a lot for Avery Bradley. But then you look at how the money increased in the NBA, and I was wrong. So I'm not going to, you have to learn from your mistakes, learn from your bad takes. That's something I feel like I can do and admit it. And I learned from that bad take to the point where Marcus Smart is vitally important to the Celtics team. If you consider it an overpay right now, I don't think you'll be doing that in three years. That's my take on Smart, and I'm sticking with it. A great signing for the Celtics. And I I also told you last week, don't be surprised if Kawhi Leonard likes Toronto. Don't be surprised if he likes Toronto for multiple reasons. Not just the 190 mil over five years that they can give him. But also because Toronto's a, a big city, a nice city. Also because, they, you know, it's a big city that 
is going to be more focused on Johnny Tavares and the Maple Leafs. And also because Kawhi Leonard's going to have a pretty good chance to win the Eastern Conference year after year. He is. So, uh, it's just, don't be surprised. I also wouldn't be surprised if he runs off to LA <laughs> to go to LeBron next summer. But anyways, I, I did that last week. So nothing crazy this weekend in the NBA. NHL, the biggest story, I think, is the Mighty Ducks, well, the Anaheim Ducks, are going back to their Mighty Ducks jerseys as a third jersey. Now, I don't think they're going with the white one. They're going with the maroon and aqua blue. Hmm. I thought it was black. It's black? Huh. I thought it was. No, I think you're colorblind. <laughs> black? No, it's the old maroon and aqua blue. Ah, uh, okay. I believe. Google it. Huh, I am. Um, yeah, I think it's black. No. Where are you? You're looking at it right now? I'm looking at it right now. And it's black? It's black. No. Absolutely black. All right. Here we go. We're not pausing it. I'm going to try to bring the mic over as far as I can. I'm walking over to you. It's swinging it. Let's see. T- turn the computer around. All right. Hold on. Right now. Pete. Turn the this computer. is two days ago. Hold on. This is two days ago that they posted this picture. You can turn it around. Turn Dude, it. look at it. It's black. Is it black? Yeah, it's black. No way. It is. No, it's, it even says dude, orange, teal, jade, eggplant, white, and black. Is it black? How do you zoom in? You need to do that. Oh, it is black, isn't it? Oh, yeah, because the... That, yeah, that top centerpiece is Oh, maroon. it's brutal. <laughs> oh, I was going to sit here and tell you, good for them. Wow. I think it looks great. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> I, I'm colorblind. It kind of looks sorry. like a shock hey, jersey. I'm sorry. It looks more like a shock jersey. Hey, I am it. sorry for calling you colorblind. I, apparently, I Thank am Thank you the for the apology. One. Apology accepted. That's black. That is black. What are they, idiots? <laughs> and the shoulders suck too. I was going to knock yeah, the, the shoulders. Sh- yeah, the shoulders are weird. Why are you putting stuff on the shoulders? Like the Bruins jerseys. It's like, can you go back? Can the Bruins just get the jerseys without the big colored stripe on the shoulder? And just go to the old school, like Golden Bear. Remember those? Oh, Cam yeah. Neely, Ray Bork. I don't know. You want to throw Joey Juno, Adam Oaks out there too? Reggie Lemlin, Andy Moak. Those are the best Bruins jerseys. If you want to put the new spoked B on the front of those, do it. What's up with the shoulders? Oh, They all got them now. And the Ducks, not only are they doing the stupid shoulders, they're going with black. I See, I thought that was the... Remember the like the maroonish purple? I know what you're talking. I remember looking at it and saying the same thing. Wow. That sucks. <laughs> I am so disappointed. You were just so amped Let's up. Let's do the show again, and I will lead with that. <laughs> that is the top story today. The Anaheim Mighty Ducks. How, in my head, they can go from a very smart organization to just a brutally stupid, they could have done this- dumb idiotic group of morons. They could not be they could not be just more idiotic. But is there a, is right it really now. that big of a difference between the the black and the maroon? I yep. think they should have just went huge. Well, just difference. go white though. Just huge. go white. Sure. Right? Go white. Just go white. Why, huge why difference do that? between black and the purple or maroon, whatever you want. Huge difference, I, Pete. But I just think the huge. white is so much better. Wow. <laughs> I am in utter disbelief that they would be this stupid. I can't oh, those, believe they're this stupid. I, such a great logo, that's, though. That's so tough. Those white jerseys are unbelievable. Oh, looking at a, man. Looking at a Paul Correa Mighty Ducks yeah. jersey right now. Paul Correa's oh, the guy. Team Usul- Oh, man, another Team Usulani. Yep. Unbelievable. Wow. I, I cannot believe this. Great jerseys. Huh. Not the new ones. But... Wow. They shouldn't even do it. 
Don't even tease us with that. Don't even do it. Don't even do it. Uh, you know what that? You know what that is, Pete? That would be the equivalent of the Carolina Hurricanes given a third jersey of the Hartford Whalers logo, and then going with the blue one, the blue jersey, like the blue background. Yep. Instead of the green or green, the white, green's money. Unbelievable. Oh, green is awesome. Like that—that's the equivalent, or even of them just going with a black jersey, throwing the Hartford Whalers yeah. logo on that. The whale. That's the right. That's the equivalent of it. Even the the white jerseys, the the whalers white jerseys. Uh, oh man, great. See, you know what we with say, the whale on the shoulders. Hey, don't we always do that though? Like years after the fact. Yeah. Like, was anyone saying that at the time? About the Nordiques too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> did anybody like the whalers uniforms at I the time? Oh, I'm serious. No, I don't know. I do know that I had a mini hockey stick, like the old plastic, the good ones, the plastic ones with the straight brim. Where you could curve it by putting it over by, the, fl- the fire on the stove. Put it over a fire on a stove and you'd curve it. Oh, yeah. And we'd go to tournaments and hotels and the lights out in the hallways, ah, yeah, we'd hot, hold yeah. it on the bulb for an hour. <laughs> and you would get a little bend to it because of that. You now need- they sell them with the curve. Like these kids are so fucking spoiled. They go buy them. The parents go buy mini hockey sticks for the kids. You know, they're composite sticks. They come with, with they, they, they legit composite yeah. mini sticks, dude. They got different curves. They come with a net. Yeah. They come with a ball. We used to have to take like a roll of tinfoil and like, you know, <laughs> roll it up. Like you'd have to find stuff. Hallway hockey, hallway mini hockey was the You best. know, you'd have to take, uh, my favorite mini hockey ball was taking a, a Christmas ornament and wrapping off like the, the the pla- like mm-hmm. the covering you know like the yeah. styrofoam yeah. on the inside right. those are the best ones no tape around it just straight styrofoam nope. just straight styrofoam I don't know you I get like the smaller ones it'd be like a smaller Christmas mm-hmm. ornament yeah used to take like the Charlie Brown ones rip them off you know and I had a Hartford Whalers goalie mini hockey stick that's how I know I had the Whalers one I still have it it's like real faded I like it it's awesome I could it might that might actually sell for big money. But anyways, did we used to look at the old uniforms and be like, this is a good jersey? I think we do it after the fact. Even the Mighty Ducks. Yeah. Did we look at the Mighty Ducks jersey and be like, oh, that's a nice, that's a nice jersey. Did we do it? I don't know. And it, it, it's it's really with everything. It's with every sport too. Right? All the old uniforms. I think it's just because it's so many years later, it's a nostalgic factor. And that maybe brings us full circle here back to the Rock versus Hogan at WrestleMania 18 (laughs) and how the nostalgia factor, I think, makes people believe that that was the greatest match or one of the greatest matches of all time. But it really is the last match, Pete. It really is the last... The more I think about this, it's the last match that is so bad in the ring... That is also so good. It's the last one of its kind. Where they were like back scratches and eye rakes and, you know. Foot stomps. Chest slaps. Yeah. And there was one point the Rock was on the mat and Hogan took his boot and and just put his toe over the Rock's <laughs> eyes and ripped his eyes down and the fans went nuts. It's like, could you imagine right now if like Brock Lesnar had Roman Reigns on the mat and he took his foot and he and he raked the eyes with his big toe? Like, do you think fans would go nuts over that? They wouldn't. They'd be like, boo, <laughs> this is boring. Or just the exchange of... <laughs> this is boring. The exchange of 
thunderous right hands. Yeah. Just a scratch to the back, too. Great. Great. Hogan the Rock, WrestleMania 18. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. And if you haven't subscribed to this show, go do it. DannyPicard.com, also on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Podcast One, literally anywhere podcasts are available. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Danny Picard. Me and Pete will be playing a game of something on the Nintendo 64 if it still works. Does it work, Pete? It works. It works. It works. The kid was playing yeah. last night, probably. <laughs> just telling me today that he's got N64. He just throws it in casual conversation like it's nothing. Like I wouldn't react like it. Are you kidding me? So we'll be doing that. Subscribe, youtube.com slash Danny Picard. Uh, follow me on Twitter, Facebook, right? Not, I'd say all forms of social media, but I, I've recently taken myself off of some forms. Um, yeah, I tag you on Instagram and so many great WWE or, or See, WWF I didn't delete videos. my Instagram. Oh. I just deleted it from my phone. I get you. So if I wanted to get you, it you, back You're going to have a lot of notifications when you get on from me. Really? Specifically. So I, you know, maybe I can make a comeback in a couple of <laughs> years. You know, and, and just post something crazy like a selfie of me and Vince McMahon at WrestleMania. Oh, I like it. That's what I'm going for. Vinnie Mac, yeah. if you're out there, let's go. Let's do it. You're holding out. That's my next shot. Me and Vinnie Mac, a selfie at WrestleMania. That I'm you, know, you should hold me to that. That's my goal in life. That's my next goal. All right? I don't know what WrestleMania will be, but maybe I'll be a WWE employee by that time. But anyways, follow me. Follow Pete on social media. Pete, I wish you would tweet more. I really wish I know, you would I don't tweet do Twitter more. so much. No, you don't. You should. I'm an Insta Insta guy. And you can go to CrossFit617.com. That's Pete's gym. Uh, go there. Send Come him work an email. Out. Come work out. There's Jim in Dorchester. And, yeah, we'll be back on Pete. You'll be back on Thursday. I'll be here. You'll be here. Yep. We'll be here. NFL training camps begin. Whatever storylines come out of Patriots training camp, I'll react to it. Whatever Major League Baseball trade deadline rumors are out there, I'll react to them. And anything else that happens in the world of sports and entertainment, I'll react to that as well. I'm out. Talk to you Thursday. Thursday.